Hey everybody, it's Dee Dee LaFrac. I'm coming to you from the downtown San Francisco district of the Tenderloin. It is San Francisco Dam. How are you doing today? This is your daily unfiltered information podcast coming to you on Sunday, July 12th, 2020. Welcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Hello, new listeners. How are you doing? Today, I'm going to keep it local and give you some Tenderloin neighborhood updates. Now, the Tenderloin is the district where this is coming from, and it is where I have lived for a long time. However, there are some danger spots that I don't walk through, so I'm not covering the entire Tenderloin. I am covering places that I walk by, all right? And I hope everything is going well for you and your family. I appreciate you listening, coming along. Some of you have listened to every podcast, and this is podcast number 74. So, you have great taste. You know that? Great taste in performance art podcasts. So, the Tenderloin is a district on the east side of San Francisco with a population of about 20,000 citizens. There are a lot of people of color, Asians, Hispanics, a lot of white people live in the Tenderloin, but they do not claim it. Gee, I wonder why. More white people live in the Tenderloin than black people. And it is not a black neighborhood, obviously, since all those other races outnumber black people. What we do have is an unfortunate visual number of um black street junkies, mainly middle-aged males. I am not a fan of theirs. You, If you've listened to the podcast, you probably know this already because they're not a fan of mine. Because here in America, the black woman's role is to support the black male no matter what. I'm supposed to actually have a street boyfriend. Um, if I'm listening to black America, I'm supposed to help a brother out and bring him up in my house, please. So, did you guys know the Tim Kai restaurant, a Vietnamese restaurant that serves some Chinese dishes? Did you guys know they closed? Yeah, they closed. They are on Ellis uh, near Larkin Street. There are a number of restaurants on on that street of Ellis. Now, I'll give you a little Tim Kai story real quick. Um, my late husband and I, we ate there, wow, over 15 years. I mean, they've been in their location for 27 years, which is why I'm talking about them. They serve really good food at really good prices. So once I was there with a friend and I was enjoying some pho. Hey, people, it's pronounced pho, not pho. Anywho, and they served it with the bean sprouts. And so I had a plate of the bean sprouts to my left. And I'm digging in on my delicious bowl of pho. I think it was uh, pho ga. Was it? No, pho ta. Pho ta. And there was this big bug. All of a sudden I saw a bug. I'm not going to name the bug. This bug makes me squeamish. And I saw this bug at my elbow in my plate of bean sprouts. And I stood up, kicked back the chair, screamed, and ran outside of the restaurant. That's my reaction when I see this bug. A lot of people are squeamish over many things, and I run out the restaurant, and I'm crying. My companion, 
um, tried to pick up the bug in his napkin. It slithered out on the floor. So he finally got to kill the bug. He paid for the, our meals and came out. I'm outside the restaurant crying. And one of the uh, Vietnamese female employee, employees came out and looked at me like, Lady, what are you crying about? That was just a bug in your soup. So that's my Tim Kai experience. I uh, stopped eating there because of that bug. And I told a lot of my friends about that bug. And they kept eating there. And they just closed. So sorry to hear you close. But you guys lost me with that bug in my soup. And um, you know there's a PG&E substation. It is on um, Eddie at Larkin. PG&E substation. You guys know they, they now finally... After all this time of enabling junkies, I would see them buying stolen goods from junkies. Yeah, I'm putting this verbally here on this uh, podcast. They'll be buying stolen goods. A PG&E substation employee. So they finally hired a police car to patrol to sit there and make sure that the freaks don't camp out. Because they would just like hang out in front of the PG&E substation on Larkin like vultures. Disgusting. And the pizza place on Larkin at O'Farro, they are still open. Their business is come see, come saw, they told me. Their business is slow, but, you know, they have limited hours. They are still open. A lot of businesses are still shuttered, and some aren't coming back. One of my male neighbors told me he'd been going to a laundromat on Hyde. He didn't specify the cross street, and they are closing. He said he'd been going there for over 15 years. They're closing and, um, wow, Turtle Tower, the premier uh, Vietnamese restaurant. I know a lot of people don't like, like their style of pho because they do not serve it with the bean sprouts. I prefer their food. It's very nicely um, prepared. They are still open for takeouts, and, and we all know that they got robbed. And it was told to me, one of the Willow Alley vagrants. And if you are wondering, as today's recording... July 12th, 2020, Willow Alley is still a violent cesspool, and they also had a drug overdose there yesterday. All right, I am noticing on the streets that I am choosing to walk down in the Tenderloin that there is some improvement. However, I saw a video that was on O'Farrell at Jones. That area was clear now, you know, got some, you know, middle-aged black male junkies, you know, coming to take over. You know, the Tenderloin is the area of the enabled middle-aged black junkies. The fake phony progressives call them, you know, homeless. You know what, this is, this really ties into the black American fatherlessness epidemic that I have also made a podcast called A Happy Grandmother's Day. Now, these guys are on the street. They're middle-aged, okay? Now, when you look at one black male, just assume he's got two to three out-of-wedlock kids, okay, that he doesn't live with. So these guys are actually adding to the problem. They're getting coddled, treated as helpless infants, allowed to terrorize San Francisco citizens, making my race look bad. This is an unspoken topic. People don't want to talk about all the black junkies on the streets of San Francisco. And this is a very, this city has a very small population of black people in the first place. And two, where did all these uh, males come from? And three, where the heck are their, their kids? Okay. And where are their fathers? 
Don't they have a family they could go to? This is me as a black woman really talking. Don't these Negroes have a family that they can go live with? Obviously not. This is a city where the fake progressive liberals coddle them and try to make everybody feel sorry for them. But people are becoming more and more resentful because these black males are committing a lot of crimes. We all know it and people are afraid to say it, but I'm not. I probably have more tenderloin updates, but it's a beautiful day. I'm getting out there and enjoying it. Of course, I wouldn't dare try to share with you what I'm going to do today. I think people who overshare their personal lives are silly. You want to talk to me, you can come to the Twitter page. If you do not like the Twitter page and do not retweet and do not like or inter interact with me in public at that page and you hit the Twitter inbox, I am dropping a payment link. I do not speak with people and let people pick my brain like that. You will have to pay for my time. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Guess what? <laughs> I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn.